Hello, friends. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas to all who celebrate it. It is Christmas Day, and my little Christmas present to you and, frankly, to myself is this interview that I got to do this week with my vanilla bestie on what it was like to tell him about my kink. I hope you find it inspiring. I know there are some of us for whom it makes sense to tell some of our closest friends about our kink. There are others that maybe there aren't those friends that we feel like it makes sense to share with. Both are great, but I'm hoping that you find this story inspiring. I invited him over, we sat down, we split a bottle of bourbon, so you'll hear glasses clinking, and frankly, you'll hear me sounding quite a bit wasted doing this interview, but I had such a heartwarming and fun experience getting to talk with my vanilla bestie about what it was like that night uh, to share my kink with him. So uh, enjoy, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on the New Year's Eve episode. Welcome to Love and Brief, a brief ABDL podcast focused on issues of love, love for self, love for others, love for your community, love for your friends, just casks and casks of high-proof love. Joining us today is one of your hosts, that's me, RNT, and the other one is right here. I'm Resident Yes, and I can't wait to dig into this topic, and I've invited a very special friend of mine to cover it with me. Very exciting. It is. He's actually here with us today. Right here. We're staring at him. So one of the questions we've gotten quite a bit is, should I share this with my friends? I have this kink. Is it okay to share with my friends? And it's one of those questions that's really hard to tackle. And frankly, person by person, I couldn't tell you if it's okay to mm -hmm. share with your friends because I don't know those folks. But let me introduce you to one of my best friends in the entire universe who I did share with because I thought it would be a really great topic to actually tackle with one of the friends I've shared my EBDL kink with. Friend, what are we calling you today? Player one? Ready, player one, yeah. All right, player one. <laughs> we start every single podcast. I, I won all the pinball <laughs> earlier. Yeah, that's so you know. true. Actually, you did dominate in pinball, so we're going to call you player one for life. Player one. Yep. All right, player one. So we start every single episode of this podcast before we get into our subject, asking people to describe their love. It could be how you're feeling about love for your partner, how you're feeling about love for yourself, how you're feeling about love for your world. Just in a few sentences, tell us about your love. Yeah, tell us about your love. What's an example? So, for instance, you might say, I love my dogs. I love myself. I've been finding new love for my world. I love my job. Where is your love centered right now? Yeah, I, I, I do love my daughter, who's nine years old. Um, I love my wife. She's amazing. Um, I have three dogs. And they're uh, a bunch of buttheads. But That's a lot of love I, I to love them share very much. between three yeah. buttheads. Yeah. 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 But they're but the very cute. Love they're adopted. And, uh, oh, a little rescue dogs. Little rescue Aww. dogs. And yeah. they're adorable. Even so, though they're d very dumb. <laughs> and w frankly, one of the places that you've chosen to love is you've chosen to love me mm -hmm. as your friend. And that's Very actually, much. so this is one of the times, and I love this podcast because we get to push some boundaries. This is one of the times that we have somebody on the podcast, much like Dr. Rhoda that we've had in the past, who is not an ABDL person. This is not a person with an ABDL kink. Is that right? I'm a muggle. You're a muggle. muggle. <laughs> he, knows the, he knows the words. I'm so, a muggle who has, um, yeah, who understands. Who's yeah. dabbled in the wizarding world. That's right. I don't have any magic tricks, but... He's touched a wand from time to time. <laughs> Is that fair? Mostly my own. Mostly your own wand. <laughs> 
So the reason why I brought this particular muggle on our show is this particular muggle is one of my best friends in the entire universe. And one of the questions that we get quite a lot on this show is how do I talk to my friends? Is it okay to talk to my friends? Should I share with my friends that I have an ABDL kink? And I will say straight up, my advice is I don't know because I don't know your friends and I don't know what your relationship is like with them and I don't know what their beliefs are like. So I can't tell you whether or not you should talk to your friends. But I do want to tell the story of the time I told my best friend what it was like to have an ABDL kink. And I wanted him to come on the podcast yeah. and tell us what it was like for him for, and with a frank and very honest perspective, not you know, hey, repeat our wise line about how great it was. But what was your no, it, experience? It, it, it like? could be. It could be terrible. It could be terrible. Yeah, no sugarcoating us. Tell us how. No sugarcoating it. Tell us how it was. No, it could be terrible. Yeah. But um, it, it, it was funny. The uh, the night that. Yeah, what do you remember about that night? Yeah, because I I have my memory, but I really want to know your memory of yeah. the night that I told you about. My no, name. we drove around in a car for like forever, forever, for no reason, for no reason, and you were super worried about me learning about whatever was going on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean we we drove around in the car for probably thirty minutes. <laughs> That's right. My my approach was, for better or for worse, just drive around the neighborhood for 30 minutes for right. no reason. Did and you and just kept making turns. I him in a car. Yeah, it kept yeah, it making kept, left turns. Left turns, uh, yeah, all the time. For and 30 minutes. For 30 minutes, and we kept making turns. I'm like, just effing tell so, me. Yeah, so what's going on in your heart you at this point? You can on this podcast. Because okay. I think I had <laughs> said, there's something I want to tell you, and then I made left turns for 30 minutes. What's going on in you? Well, I mean, we've had so much history between us, but before this point that like, literally you could tell me you murdered, murdered somebody and I'd be like, (laughs) okay. Yeah. uh, I'm ready. Where do we, where do we bury the guy? Where's the body? Where's the body? I knew whatever you were going to tell me was going to be okay. Hmm. And so, so wait, let me focus on that for a minute, because I know that sounds so sort of pedestrian to you. Like you might walk over that statement like it's obvious, but for those of us who have lived with a secret for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, the idea that it would be okay, just that concept is by itself Mm -hmm. astronomically important that you would already go into this conversation saying, look, whatever my friend has got for me, mm-hmm. it's probably okay. But you were really in that place. Absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of us, that's, that's like a balm to a really, really open wound because a lot of us walk around thinking, God, if you only knew this one right. thing about me, you wouldn't be my friend anymore. Or if you only really knew who I was, mm-hmm. you would reject me immediately. Like right. almost like we're putting on a, a cloak and if you could see what we really looked like, it would be it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most vicious lies I think that we tell ourselves as people with a kink is, yeah, but you don't really know me. No, but, I do. Yeah. It isn't true because so, totally yeah. so I know me, all the things. Let me call that out right now. <laughs> Even before you knew my kink, I'm going to say you knew me, which is why sharing my kink with you was okay, because it wasn't about that. Yes. And I actually experienced a little bit that same night, right? That's right. 
Okay, so yeah, so I want to fast forward That's this because this, the this is where it gets beautiful. So uh, forgive me if I tear up, but so we're in the car and I keep running up on this idea. So for those who listen to the podcast, right, we've been 48, 49 episodes. Everybody is sort of used to me having a certain sense of confidence. That is not your experience of me in this moment. Is that fair? Not at all confident. Instead, what? Very, what? very vulnerable and uh, very unlike the uh, ROI that I know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, um, just, I, I've never seen you that vulnerable yeah. or that scared. Right. And this moment was probably the only moment that I've ever seen you like worried. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds probably right. the only moment that I've ever seen you worried. I managed to spit it out, but I had to work my way up to it. Mm-hmm. It was like, "Hey, buddy, I'm into something different." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm into something sexual. Okay, I'm into um, like a fetish. Okay, I'm into a fetish, and then I eventually work my way up. Yep. And I say, "I'm into diapers," mm-hmm. and I remember. Your first question, because bear in mind, whatever level of uh, memory you have of how weird this was, mm-hmm. my memory is tenfold more peaked. Really? Oh, absolutely. Because this is a watershed. This your... is a watershed moment for me. If you had given me the double middle fingers, you would be saying, "Let me confirm for you the thing that you've always feared about yourself." Right. And instead, when that moment came. So that was all on the line. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm into this thing that involves diapers and girls. I promise this is just an adult thing. And instead, the beautiful thing that you said was, that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And you didn't reject me. No. And after half an hour of driving in circles and trying to find my way there, I said the words and you said, you're okay, essentially. With this, like it, it does make quite a bit of sense in like people are into different things and uh, this thing actually makes sense to me. It's not necessarily my thing, but I can understand how it has related to you and how you've grown up. It, it actually makes a lot of sense. There's nothing wrong with anything that goes on that's different. There's tons of people out there who are into the same stuff and very happy and very healthy. And as long as it's consensual, what is the problem? What's the big deal? Right. I think that was your reaction in general. It was like, I can't believe you waited this long to tell me about something so not a big deal. Right. So those who are listening who are afraid to share with people who are as close as player one and RYR, I'm as close to my best friend as these two are. And her her reaction was much the same. It was, that, that's what it is? That's it? Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it was so relaxed and so, you know, forgiving. It felt forgiving. It wasn't really. It just felt like that to me because I was so scared. But it's not as crazy as we think it is. So my favorite part of the story Aside yeah, from let, that let's, moment, let's keep going. Is the next question you asked? Mm-hmm. So we sat with that. So we're, again, we're still taking lefts around the world. And your and your next question <laughs> was, can I can I try it? Yeah. And I thought that was unbelievable. You're yeah. very brave. 
So we went home. So I can understand. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, which is just such a loving thing for a friend to do. Mm-hmm. I just think it's amazing. Don't you guys all wish that the, that player one was your best friend? Yeah, you should. You should be jealous of me for having player one <laughs> as my best friend. And then you, we drove home, which was like a block away because I've just been doing laps around my house. And I went upstairs and I think I got you some kind of diaper and I yep. gave it to you. And then you went and tried it. Yep. What was that like? I wore it. <laughs> and we got the next morning, I think. I think you went to bed at my house. Yeah, I, I wore it all night and uh, used it. Yep. Like a champ. Like a champ? Heck yeah. <laughs> okay, can I just reinforce? Like a fucking champ. Like a fucking like champ. Like that is next level. Right. That is next I level. You deserve shit. a medal. And the next morning, I mean, the, the the expectation on my part was not, hey, you should like it. It was just, okay, you want to try it? And you handed it, well, you didn't hand it back to me, but no, I, you, you handed you, the you experience back to me. Yeah, you threw it away. <laughs> you, I didn't want it. Like Borrowed. A, yeah, you threw it away. And- it wasn't pooped. It was... You're right. You just got some pee in there. Yeah, pee in there. Yeah. And, and your no, answer, there's anything wrong with that. I remember <laughs> I remember your answer. I was like, what'd you think? And your was like, eh, I don't get it. <laughs> and it was perfect. It's, it's not my thing, but that's... At the same time, I still get it. Even if it's not your thing, you said, I tried it. It's not for me. I understand it has a place I'm a in the world. I'm a muggle. He waved the wand and nothing happened. <laughs> he waved the wand and nothing happened. The choosing hat didn't choose me. That's right. But it wasn't like <laughs> I reject your thing. It was, no. oh, that's not for me. Yeah. Which is the same way that I felt when we tried all kinds of kinks. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. When we tried setting me on fire, when we tried sitting in a cake, when we tried all kinds of things. Hypnosis. Hypnosis. Well, that was pretty hot. Actually. Nobody tried setting me on fire. I'll set you on fire. We know how now. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I'm judging you, nor was it like, I need to now be one of you. Like, it wasn't like, okay, I guess the only way for me to be a good friend is to now be into this. You said, nope, it's not my thing, but good on you. Yeah. Also super supportive of our relationship when we were together. Yeah. Ever since the beginning, he was like, I know about you guys. Ever since we first met, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I get you guys. I know about you guys. Yep. I'm not I'm not a wizard, but I do know wizards. Yeah. So in the end, how do you look back on this experience of your friend telling you, hey, this yeah, is an important question. part of my life? I'm very honored that uh, you would share that with me, to be honest. And I'm going to be honest and say that I don't know that Everybody is going to be that receptive. Yeah. No, I agree. I am kind of a special snowflake. You are a special (laughs) snowflake. Um, Do you have any advice for folks who are, for the first time, sharing with their friends about the way they might consider sharing it? Like perhaps make the drive a little shorter? I would just say that um, put your truth out there. And, uh, you know, if, if they don't receive... To be honest, there's there's friends like us who are here to hear, you know, um, not everybody's going to be as understanding as we are. But um, I mean, there's plenty of us out there who are. So just um, take that with a grain of salt and know that the good people in the world are understanding and uh, listening to uh, whatever you're going through. Don't settle for friends who don't care about all of you. Exactly. Yeah. So there's plenty of 
plenty of people out there who will understand. And if people don't, look for us. Yes. Yeah, come find us. Come find us. RL and... <laughs> you haven't got our initials. Player one. <laughs> RY and RNT. RY and somebody. <laughs> so um, this is RL and RMC. Yeah. <laughs> telling you, uh, thank you for listening to Love and Brief again this week. Hey, we want to remind you that before the end of the year, we would love to get your testimonial on what makes being an ABDL awesome. So if you could record yeah. one minute or less and send us a little voice memo to loveandbrief at gmail.com and tell us what makes being an ABDO awesome for you. We're going to put together a New Year's Eve episode and we're going to publish it, as you might have guessed, on New Year's Eve. And I just want to reinforce the fact that the whining thread is still there and I'm ready to do it. RNT will whine. I will whine at all of you. She will whine at you. I'm telling you. She'll not, whine away. I will. You won't even be able to hear it. Dogs will be able to hear it. That's right. Garage doors will be opening the world over. I'm going to upset all the dogs. <laughs> so send us your what makes being an ABDL awesome to loveandbrief at gmail.com. We won't keep email addresses. We won't email you back. We won't spam you. I promise. We just want to hear from you. And then we'll delete your email. And then we'll delete your email. That'll be it. Shall I tell them how they could find us? Yeah. Okay. Guys, there's lots of ways to find us. That's true. So we are Resonant Yes on Instagram. We are also Resonant Yes on FetLife and yep. Road Not Taken on FetLife. Also, you can email us at loveandbrief at gmail.com. And um, we have a group on FetLife called the Love and Brief Group. You can talk to us on there. Reach out in any way that you can. We are always happy to hear from all of you, and we love all of you. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. We'll see you next week on Love in Brief.